This is the Education Business Podcast for consultants and business owners providing services in schools. I'm Claire Riley, and I'll be sharing how to start, grow, and scale your education business. Today, we're talking about the kind of energy you need as an entrepreneur. It's not just good physical energy levels that you need, which I'm not going to talk about today. But obviously, you do need to be looking at that as well. And I'm talking about exercise, space to think, you know, sleep, good nutrition. But this episode is about the energy you need to keep motivated on your entrepreneurial ventures. And it's a special kind of energy, an entrepreneur's energy, an energy that sees opportunity and wants to lurch forward full force into immediate action to create something to serve others, to serve the world. I'm smiling so much as I'm saying this because what a gift, what a gift that we have and how privileged we are to have this gift. I absolutely love that I have this gift and it gives me so much joy. You know, I'm experiencing one of these deep rooted, passionate, purpose-driven lurches right now. Um, And I'll let you know soon what I'm doing about it. It won't be in this episode. Um, So this special energy needs to be taken care of and nurtured because after all, not many people around you in your day-to-day lives have this type of energy because it's really special. And so they don't often understand it or appreciate its significance. So you need to be its protector and allow it to bubble inside of you because the entrepreneur's energy is tied up strongly with belief that things can change that the world can be better and that you can be rewarded for doing something that you love. So it takes a lot from deep inside of you. And so your awareness of how to keep this energy topped up and flowing over is essential. It's really easy to get burned out if you don't keep yourself balanced on this really fine line. And if you've been a teacher before, and I know a lot of uh, my listeners have been teachers before, I feel like it's even easier to fall into the burnout trap as it's likely that you've been there before. And we can bring all of our bad habits and our workaholic do-everything-for-yourself tendencies into business. As entrepreneurs, it's common to feel, you know, a burst of energy and a passion to drive into something that creates value. But because of this, it doesn't take much to get frustrated or disheartened when things slow down for us. And then we can lose that energy to keep up the momentum of our projects. So what do we need to be aware of then to protect this really special energy? And how can we make sure that it's at its peak? So here are my five insights on how to nurture your entrepreneurial energy. So firstly, you have to know what lights you up. What is it that makes you want to jump out of bed in the morning? And doing more of this will fuel that fire and your energy as this is why you have that entrepreneurial energy in the first place, to do what you love. If you're not aware of what lights you up, going for days and days on end without doing what fires you up is a surefire way to put your fire out. And there's a lot of fires right there that are dead. You know, if your work is full of glorified admin work because you've created yourself an admin job, which is a common thing to do, it it, it really is, and I did the same, then it's the same thing. You know, you're going to wonder why you set the business up in the first place and then you're going to long for the good old days and you'll be confused about where to go next and question whether you actually made a mistake or if you need to pack it in altogether. So too much admin work can kill an entrepreneur's energy and if this is you then get help. Secondly 
you have to be relentless. And this can't be half-hearted. You have to feel like you are a dog with a bone. And people around you need to feel that coming from you as well. And I'm talking to the point where you feel like you might be annoying people, which is how I feel quite a bit. But nobody else will relentlessly have this energy for your big idea, only you. And so the energy needs to come from you. And as you grow your business, you're going to need more of it to feed the team. So the energy is going to need to flow even faster. So you've got to start getting clear on what specifically you need to do to keep being relentless, to keep that relentlessness up. To protect yourself, you've got to know the answer to this question. If you lose your relentlessness, how are you going to get it back? This is not an answer that I can give you because we're all different. But knowing the answer to this is going to help you recover quickly if you feel like this special energy is dwindling. So I will carry out some self-inquiry around this, you know, about what you specifically need. For me, if I'm feeling quite drained in terms of like inspiring entrepreneurial energy, then, you know, a walk alone helps um, and creating alone time to reflect. That's what tops me up. Thirdly, you've got to love speed. It's unlikely that the people around you are going to love speed as much as you do. And it's normal for you to want things to be done yesterday. And while obviously that's not possible, it's really easy to fall into the trap of allowing things to slow down too much. And this is something that I've really struggled with as I've grown a team. You know, when you ask for speed, there can be panic and undue panic. And when you know how important speed is and you need to deliver on it, but then you're actually in the minority, yet the one with the final say, it's easy you know, to perceive that maybe you disliked for driving speed, but you, you mustn't let this speed element go. You've kind of got to stand up for the speed. You know, it's your job to understand its importance and then educate others in the right way on this. You know, don't give in and let this go because speed is always important. And I'm not talking about stupidly fast so the wheels fall off, but fast enough to keep the energy moving. Always hold that need for speed. A fourth you need a cause to believe in. And this is the one, one of the places that will keep you producing more energy so that you don't run out. It's like this well inside you. This is what drives you. The cause that's bigger than your business idea. So for me, at Classroom Secrets, it's helping teachers to create a better work-life balance. You know, a better one than I ever had. Education Business Club, it's helping teachers and non-teachers carve out a new path for themselves, a new life. And the new business idea that I've got is about teachers being happy. So my energy comes from a need to create and facilitate teacher happiness all around because all of those um, businesses are linked to teachers doing what they love and, and being happy. And the fifth is fight. This is a big one. You've got to be ready for the fight and have the resilience for it. And this is why you need to be relentless. And it's why it's so tiring as well and why you need to understand what it is that tops up your energy levels for you to keep going. So what, what is it then that you actually need to fight for? Firstly, imperfection. Which sounds silly, right? But it's okay for your business to be a phase of something and then a phase of something else. You have to get it started instead of waiting for months for it to be perfect. You know, sometimes you don't even 
need anybody help to help you. You just need to do it yourself, the imperfect way to get it off the ground and then let the experts come along and make it better after. You're going to need to fight the opposition, um, which sounds really strong, but these are the people sometimes who are working on the project with you. They could be freelancers, they could be family, or they could even be colleagues. But you have to make sure that the opposition provides fair challenge. So there should be some opposition, um, but it's not too strong for you to handle so that things stop moving. You know, you've got to make sure that you're all moving forward instead of going around the houses. You know, you need to be able to withstand the resistance that might you might come up against. Remember how I talked about resilience. That's why you need that. And this skill comes from working on yourself and knowing exactly what your dream is and being convinced of why it's adding value and why it's a worthy business idea. You're going to need to fight against the people who want to slow it down, the people who have negative things to say, like you can't do it. So my accountant in my first year of business, I'm not with them anymore, um, told me that Classroom Secrets would never work. He was a school governor and he told me that schools couldn't afford it and that teachers would never pay for it themselves. Um, Even though there was another company, a a few companies actually, who were already doing it. And funnily enough, I didn't ask him for his advice. He just gave it to me. Um, You know, there'll be people who say there's not enough potential clients in the sector or people will never buy this. And I'm not saying that you should ignore these things. It is important to work to find out if they're true, you know, verify um, your thoughts and their thoughts. But comments like this, especially unwarranted advice, can really mess with your belief, which then affects your energy, which is what you need to be successful. And the last thing that you need to fight is the brakes being put on your ventures. And that can happen for a number of reasons. So you'll probably kind of glean from this episode that it's absolutely exhausting trying to keep this energy flowing. And this is a thing that you you really need to do to be able to keep driving things forward. And so it's why you need to protect this flow of energy to stay motivated. You've just got to break the mold and be willing to do that over and over and over again and be that person that people might find a bit odd or dislike a little bit because the pressure is on. And in a way, it's like, we have to be comfortable living in our own little worlds and being careful on how we let the outside world influence us. So this week, I want you to consider how you can increase and protect your entrepreneurial energy. And before I go, I just wanted to let you know that I've opened up my call calendar again for January and February. Um, Maybe you've been listening for a while. Maybe you've heard about Education Business Club, but you're not sure how it can help you. Well, this is just a really good opportunity to jump on a call with me and we'll have a bit of a chat. We can chat through your business and just find out, you know, if it's a good fit for you, but also talk about where you could go next in your business. Um, And so if you are interested in that, then you will find the links to my call calendar in the show notes. And I'm really looking forward to having a chat with you. Thank you for listening to the Education Business Podcast. To get more information to grow your business, sign up at educationbusinessclub.co.uk. 